Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? What? That's how I feel. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. Until you ask it correctly. Hello and welcome to the Reformatory, the podcast for the local church by the local church. My name is Josh Loftus, and I am the preaching pastor at Port Gardner Church in Everett, Washington. And I am Jack Berry. I am a deacon at some random church down here in Tacoma, Washington. <laughs> you won't so. even the church that shall not be named. Yeah, that, maybe. Is, that I mean, it's Resurrection at? Church. I could just Resurrection say Church in Tacoma. So. We've never sounded more like Doc and Devo than at this moment. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You Hello, are, and you welcome are. to Doctrine and Devotion, the <laughs> podcast where we reform Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor at Redeemer <laughs> oh, Fellowship man. in St. Charles, Illinois. <laughs> and I'm Jack Barry. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Jimmy, we so bad, dude. I'm we sorry, so bad. Jimmy, bro. You are such a teenage girl on some of those intros, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, wow, yeah, that was. I'm sorry. We Should we start them. over? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no we no, love no, them. Yeah. We do. We're marching we do. forward. We, we are marching forward. We love the Dog and Devo guys. They're awesome. We've we've mentioned that before. Um, <laughs> dude, dude, how you doing? doing okay. So you have literally created a Molotov cocktail right I, in front yeah, of you. I downed, did. You downed the mineral water, the, uh, the Topo Chico. Topo Chico. Yes. And you folded up your napkin and stuck it in the top. And now it looks like a it Molotov cocktail. It doesn't have cocktail. gasoline in there. So. It doesn't, but it looks like it should. I'm just, just saying. Yeah, it's... You can take the man out of Russia, but... Cannot take I'm not Russia from Russia. Bro. Well, you've got that <laughs> Velkovich. Oh my gosh, that's Serbian. Sir. Okay, I will say this. Allow me to introduce st- we, you to the Velkovich. Serbs. Did start a world war. We did start World War One. Serbs. We shot the Archduke. All right, I'll, we'll, I'll, we'll take that L. All uh, right. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. saying. Make Molotov cocktail. <laughs> it is very good. But we didn't. We make it out of cocktails. We make it out of Topo Chico. Oh my uh, dude, you know what? So I'm trying to think when this episode is going to be dropped. I don't know if it'll, I don't think you will have been married yet. You're getting married. It's true. You're getting married. It's true. Um, dude, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. At the time of this recording, we are less than a month out. Yeah. Do you have the like, you got the jitters? No. 
Uh, not no, really. not yet. No, it'll come. It's thirty people that are going to be at this shindig, so I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident. Yep. Well, that's good. That's good. It's going to be a great wedding, uh, and some things have like progressed in that. Not only am I in your wedding, it's true, but now I have been asked to MC your wedding. Yeah. Do you understand? The implications of asking me to do this. Uh, I think we have, and we really don't care. Like, we're all up for alienation yes. of the, the Slavic people in, <laughs> oh my uh, in my fiance's family. My fiance is full-blown Russian, and so... Okay. Um, well, take, yes. Usually, so, it, so usually, and like, because I've gone to a traditional yeah. Russian wedding where everybody there is Russian. Um, my fiance's brother was the MC. Yeah. Completely in Russian most of the time, and um, they like they do some some interesting things. I guess like they're mostly there to like mediate and like say we're gonna do this now, we're gonna do that now. Okay, but like so what you're saying is like okay. So I'm thinking of starting it like this. I walk up and I'm like tovatich, which is you know <laughs> greeting in Russian tovatich. <laughs> This way to the gulag. Oh my god! <laughs> I, is, is that You're is that fine? Me, Josh. No, uh, no uh, sorry, I'm in goulash. I was, goulash. I was thinking you were gonna go full tilt like Bruce Buffer and be like, ladies, ladies and, and gentlemen, gentlemen, welcome to the main event. It's time. It's time. <laughs> the Iceman <laughs> Jack Berry. Yes, yeah, Bruce. Bruce Buffer is legit, dude. His coats are are quite the. Uh, if you, yeah. If people watch UFC and are listening to us, you know that Bruce, Bruce Buffer, the, the announcer for the UFC, his coats are bananas. I like him better than his brother because because yeah. his his brother was the main one. Who was his brother again? It wasn't I think his Bruce. Name's Michael. Michael Buffer, Buffer. That's it. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah, he's the guy on the... Yeah, that's right. Looks good, ready to rumble. Yeah, that's Michael Buffer. I like Bruce better. Bruce has got the yeah. rasp. He's got like that manly rasp. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's good. Smoker's rasp. Smoker's rasp. <laughs> smokes a lot of cigars. Anyway, so Jack, in honor of your wedding, um, of the festive time that is befalling us, I reached out to the wisdom that is found in the sociables, unreformed oh my God. Facebook groups. Yes, I did. And I reached out. I posted a picture. It's I said, be "Hey, worse than the Chaz right now." My boy, my boy, my boy. Hey, they changed the name to Chop. Okay, I said, "My boy Jack is one month till hitching time." Let's give him some words of wisdom in the comments. I knew this was going to go great. I knew it was going to be amazing. Now, I will be completely honest with you, and you haven't read any of these. I don't think I've seen these. Okay. I saw ones on Instagram, and they weren't. They're were pretty generic. Like, don't shave your beard and yeah. something like that. It's like, wow, thanks for the. Non-advice there, guys. Right, so advice did come in. Oh, my gosh. I am not entirely sure I can read some of this on the podcast. I'm going to have to give like a like a warning, like a marital warning <laughs> to some of our oh listeners. Gosh. If you are under the age of 18, um, go get... I'm going to pull the Adventures and Odyssey thing. Go get your parents and ask them to be with you to explain some of the things. The what? <laughs> the Adventures and... You never heard of Adventures and Odyssey? No, 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 no. Focus no. on the family? It's been going... For- Oh, Bro, uh, wow. You got to okay. remember, your boy did not grow up in the church, my that's, friend. That's right. So, I forgot. You were you, you were a heathen child. I was a heathen, and heathen I got converted child. in college, yo. Okay. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. But I'm going to read you some of them, and then I might censor oh some of them. God. I might censor some of them for the benefit of our listeners. But here's what we got. <clears throat> First one I thought was pretty good. 
the guy said, don't go to bed angry. Fair advice. Okay. But then he, he followed it up by saying, you need to stay up and plot your revenge. Wow. Okay. So Are I immediately... Are these people that I know or that we know, per se? I, I don't know any of these guys. Uh, actually, Pat... Uh, uh, Pat Aldridge oh, did yeah. comment. I'll okay. get to his. But I immediately commented under that one and said, see, this is the type of advice I'm looking for right here. <laughs> and the internet did not disappoint. Um, this guy, it's actually the same dude. He commented twice. <laughs> oh he commented twice. He says, crack a window when it's cold out. This leads to cuddling, dot, 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 and other things. Winky face. <laughs> I am like, I'm banging this mic up against my forehead right now. This this is amazing. Okay. um, This guy literally commented with a link to a Facebook page that doesn't exist. I don't, (laughs) I don't know. I don't don't know if I'm like, if if that's like, I don't know if it's meta. Like I'm supposed to read into that. (laughs) Like it's, it's, I don't like futility of marriage. I'm not sure. Uh, Pat, our good friend, Pat, friend of the podcast said, Take your wife with you to conferences, especially Doctrine and Devotion. <laughs> and he goes, remind Josh to do the same. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, this dude, <clears throat> okay. This dude, that, that might, he says, insist on sleeping. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. Sans clothing. You've got to lay groundwork so it becomes habit. Trust him on this. I don't... I, some no, of these, I don't trust. I don't know if I'm trusting Reform Boys. In, no, in the, so, I'm not. I'm okay. not trusting Reform Boys on these. this one's pretty good. This one's pretty good. The secrets to a long marriage are: be faithful and don't die. <laughs> that one might be Shocker. that one might be my Shocker. favorite. I like I like that one. Um, ended off. This guy says the best thing in life isn't a thing; it's being right. How's that going for and you? And then right we now? had one. We had yeah. We and then and then we had one more who went full blown reformed on us. And I have like three paragraphs of like legit like giving you basically the gospel in marriage. Oh it's God. just a long, long, long. So I didn't actually specify what kind of advice. So it is good advice. It's just not what we were looking for on the podcast here. So there you go, Jack. Do you feel more prepared now to get married than you did? Uh, three minutes ago. Uh, I feel like I've lost marriage IQ from listening to those requests. <sighs> well, I'm okay, sorry. that's fair. That's fair. Nope. Okay, well, Not then um, it didn't didn't pan out as well as I thought. But hey, you know what? We got an opening riff out of it, so let's move yeah. on. Uh, Jack, we're going to continue our series here. Yes, sir. Covered the gospel last week. Yeah, it's important. So that was a really good one. I feel like we had some uh, we had some moments in there. We had some what what'd you call it? Vet humor. We had some vet humor we moments. Had some dark veteran humor in that podcast. The, that the, if you didn't catch it, then okay, we're not going to discuss that right now, but yes, there was The for whom the bell tolls comment might have been a little over the line. Yeah. Josh uh yeah. I feel like your stress of of the drive through situation kind of It was bad. It was traumatizing. Thing. It really was. I am I am recovered, but scarred. And scars yeah. don't heal. Scars fade, <laughs> right? Or whatever it is. Today... Or they get sewn up like the Joker and you just go crazy. Uh, that is also true. You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> Very poor choice of order at a and um, Today we're talking about conversion and evangelism mm-hmm. in the church. Two for one. Two, yeah, we're doing another two for, man. Two for one on this, on this guy. So it is important that... 
the church, mm-hmm. corporate, has a biblical understanding of what conversion is and how it happens. Mm-hmm. Because, and the reason we're doing these combined is your your theology of conversion will d- directly, it is a one-to-one ratio, it will directly affect how you engage in evangelism and what that looks like in the church. So we know evangelism is the mission given to us by Christ. Go into all the world, preach the gospel, make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The Great Commission is what the church is here for, to bring God glory through the advancement and proclamation of the gospel. It's important that we understand how to do that yeah. and to do that right. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, I think we need a correct understanding of how the gospel is applied to the life of the individuals that we are preaching it to, right? Um, and at the beginning of this podcast, I was like, well, why don't we do evangelism first and then conversion? And then I thought, no, 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 no. The order is correct. We need a correct understanding and theology of conversion because that's going to affect the way that we share the gospel. Yeah. So let's just, I think, I think jump right into just what, what is conversion, and why is it important that we see that in the life of the church? So, conversion, what is it? Conversion is a biblical understanding of, in, or I should rephrase that, a biblical understanding of conversion recognizes both what God does and what people do in salvation. In conversion, God gives life to the dead, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5, Give sight to the blind, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 through 6, and gives the gifts of faith and repentance, Philippians chapter 1, verse 29, Acts chapter 11, verse 18. And in conversion, people repent of sin, Mark chapter 1, verse 15, and Acts chapter 3, verse 19, and believe in Jesus. John 3.16, Romans chapter 3, verses 21 through 26. A biblical understanding of conversion recognizes that only God can save and that he saves individuals by enabling them to respond to the gospel message through repenting of sin and trusting in Christ. Shabam. So pretty important. Yes, sir. Uh, I would say this is the means by which the Lord builds his church mm-hmm. through the proclamation of the gospel, right? And... We need a correct understanding of this, and this is where this is where our theology really begins to apply and li- and and is lived out. Our our orthodoxy turns into orthopraxy here, and that, and we've talked about it before. The doctrine of election, predestination, mm-hmm. in Scripture, one is very very clear, and two provides us both the reason to evangelize or, 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 or the, yeah, yeah, the reason to evangelize, but also how that conversion happens, the, the, the reason behind it, it happening, the reason why it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the doctrine of election, I think, is something that we hold very tight to and should hold very tight to as a church because of the hope that it gives us that our gospel presentations will not return void, mm-hmm. right? They will always accomplish the means that the Holy Spirit wants them to accomplish. So in looking at conversion, how does that happen? First and foremost, it does not happen without the work of the Holy Spirit. Yep, absolutely. Right? 
that is primary, uh, that is the primary means by which it happens. Yeah, if you're looking at it through the Trinitarian lens, God has decreed who his people are. He gives those people to Jesus. Jesus dies for those people. Jesus knows who those people are. Then the Holy Spirit is going to apply Jesus's atonement to his elect. Um, And of that, we can't really say who those people are. We can kind of understand who they are from where we sit at in history as of right now. But as far as the future of knowing who all the people of God are, we don't really know that because... Um, well, because Father Abraham had many sons, <laughs> and many sons had Father Abraham. Bro, I don't and know these songs. I was I not, I them. did not grow up I in that church. I am one of them, and so are you. <laughs> so let's all praise the Lord. Right foot, left foot. <laughs> I don't know this Abrahamic hokey pokey right now, all right? It was the Abraham hokey pokey. It really was. It really was. Put your left hand in. Put all your right I know hand is out. the right, I was like, oh, Amen. That's it. Yeah, I'm one of them, and so are you. So let's all praise the Lord. Right foot, left foot, or whatever it is. I only knew that when I was like 19 years old because I'm like, what is this? You were singing it. You were singing it in the dorms. You're like, this is the gospel. This is the gospel. I actually did not live in the dorms. Father Abraham had many sons. I did not live in the dorms. Many sons had Father Abraham. I only lived in the dorms my senior year of college. Really? Yeah. Dude. I got waivers, bro. W- waivers? I got a waiver to live in a con in my friend's condo. What? And then I only moved back to the dorm, or I only moved back into the dorms my senior year to do ministry stuff, so. Look at you. Look at you. Yeah. The, the rebel. The bad boy. Even back then. <laughs> you really are the bad boy of this podcast. You really are. Wow. Really, dude, somebody described this podcast the other day. It was pretty funny. One of our listeners, his name's Heath, really cool guy, he, uh, he said, you know, back when it was you and Daniel, he was, he was talking to me. He's like, you were like the kid like, that was like always worried about the recess warden. And he says, and now you're just two kids in the sandbox. And neither of you care or give a crap about the recess warden. And I thought it was the so... Recess- well, yeah. are we in jail? The recess warden? We, well, I don't know. This? Warden. I don't know what word to use. You know, basically the <laughs> the teacher who was on rotation yeah. to be out on recess to make sure the kids didn't kill themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And you and I are out here in the sandbox just not caring. It seemed apt. I'm just going to say yeah. it seemed apt. But anyway, we we digress uh, always. We should change the name of the podcast to We Digress because that literally just... <laughs> welcome to the We Digress podcast. Welcome to the reformatory dot, 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 We Digress. We, di- we Digress. Let's just say it now. Get it out of the way. Uh, but yeah, so what were we talking about? Conversion. Yes. yes. yes evangelism. Yes, yes. That's right. And that's why we're here. Um, so yes, in our evangelism, we should be presenting a true gospel a clear gospel, like we heard last week. Uh, and in that, there's some things that we need to understand. And we we did cover this back when we talked about, I think it was election during our Calvinism series, way at the inception, conception, excuse yeah. me, of this podcast. Uh, having a correct doctrine of conversion, knowing that it is only through the application of the Holy Spirit that someone is saved. Mm-hmm. Only through that. That brings so much hope and I think fervent drive to share the gospel even more because we are not worried or stressed out or concerned so much with 
making a perfect presentation of the gospel. Yeah. Right? It takes the pressure and the responsibility off our shoulders and places it on the shoulders that it was always on, Mm -hmm. God and his sovereign election. Yeah. Right? And that's what a biblical definition of conversion does, is that it gives you that peace that you're not having to worry like, well, this person didn't accept Jesus Christ into their heart. That's my fault. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think sometimes we take upon conversion a little bit too much to where we start placing it on ourselves, like, man. So I, when I became a believer, I was in uh, a campus ministry in which there would sometimes be some guilt if you didn't have that person come to Christ there within the time that you were talking to them. And then I had somebody who started discipling me saying, hey, as long as we're getting the gospel out to people, I mean, let God plant the seeds and let him start to kind of rattle some cages, which is apt because uh, in the what Nine Mark says about evangelism is that evangelism is simply telling non-Christians the good news about what Jesus Christ has done to save sinners and urging them to repent and believe in order to biblically evangelize. You must preach the whole gospel, even the hard news about God's wrath against our sin, call people to repent of their sins and trust in Christ, and then make it clear that believing in Christ is costly but worth it. So, yeah, yeah, and I think that that gets in again to kind of bring it back to the local church. I think that really flies into the face of today's churches and the way that they define successful evangelistic ministries. Because mm. the way that they define success is the positive reactions to the gospel. If they don't see conversions and you yeah. don't have this many conversions a year and we, we baptized this many people at summer camp, then, yeah. then it's not a success, right? And that really does stem from, I think, an unbiblical view of what conversion is and the reason that we evangelize. Because giving the gospel has a twofold purpose in the sovereignty of God. Mm-hmm. It is to soften the hearts Mm-hmm. of God's elect and bring them to a saving knowledge of Christ. But on the other hand, like Pharaoh, it is the means by which the heart is hardened mm-hmm. and condemnation happens upon yeah. that individual. And that's, I think, the side that people don't want to talk about because sure. it's not popular. Yeah. That doesn't put the butts in the seats, for lack of a better term. <clears throat> yeah. right? But that really is... I think a plight on a lot of modern day churches today is that they they don't have a full enough view of what evangelism accomplishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then on top of it, um, I think of conversion and evangelism in the sense of man, we got to be really particular on this conversion issue because. Mm. We're not here just to rush somebody into making a proclamation of faith, and they got, like, they don't have two shoes to stand on in that proclamation of faith, you know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Well, it's, it's so, like that, say, say this prayer and you'll be saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Typical sinners. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that's not how it works. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you but can't it's like, do that. But, but yeah, but it's like... Typical, like, 
pray this prayer, do this thing, and then, okay, you're good. You're in the club, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, no. <laughs> it don't work like that. Yeah. I'm sorry, Franklin Graham. It does not work like Man, that. Man, he's, okay. All over Side the radio. Bar, all over the radio. Dude, blitzing Seattle. And he's like, Seattle used to be a great city. It's like, have you lived in Seattle for any dear part of your life, man? Oh, I don't know what she was talking the, about, it Franklin. Gets, uh, it gets to the point where it's like, we've... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again... Wasn't there I, I a cartoon to... called Franklin the Tortoise or something like that? Frank, like Franklin, yeah. Yes. All I'm thinking about, every time I every, hear that every word... Every time you heard Franklin, that's what you hear? Is that cartoon of the turtle pretty much tortoise is there a difference there's turtles and tortoises turtles tortoises alligators crocodiles tomato tomato christians are many uh, christians <laughs> calvinists christians are I, dude i almost made it <laughs> almost had a freudian <laughs> slip i was so close that's that that was bad that was bad but yeah so in the context of the local church a biblical understanding of conversion is necessary because that is going to influence how you preach the gospel from the pulpit, mm-hmm. why you preach the gospel from the pulpit, yeah. uh, why you teach it, why it's part of your uh, uh, liturgical structure, um, everything that involves around evangelism, how you evangelize to your community, mm-hmm. right? Our evangelism will look differently if we have a biblical understanding of conversion versus an unbiblical one. Uh, and I think we need that biblical definition because evangelism is what we're here to do. We yeah. need to be sharing the gospel from the pulpits. We need to be engaging the culture for the sake of the gospel through our churches. And we need to make sure that we're doing it correctly. And there's a lot of good ways to share the gospel, and I think there's a lot of bad and ineffective ways mm-hmm. to do it. Um yeah. And I think it really comes down to what do you believe? How do you believe it happens? Mm-hmm. What is our role in evangelism? Yeah. Right? And I think that's a really important question that I think a lot of Christians, well-meaning Christians, I think perhaps fail to answer is what, what is your role in evangelism? When we're talking about evangelism, what role do you think you play versus the role of the Holy Spirit? And... I think we can tend to have too big of a view and, and give ourselves a little too much credit in regards to what our role is. And just like you said, our role is to preach the true gospel. So we need to understand the gospel. Yeah. We need to know what the gospel is, and we need to proclaim it. Mm-hmm. Unfiltered, uh, un- unfiltered truth in love, the full gospel. And that's it. Yeah. Like There's really not much more than that. Because the Spirit's going to do without what it wants, right? Um, and like I said, I think, I think it per, at least personally for me, that brings a lot of freedom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I definitely had kind of like that switch go off in my head of like, oh, man, conversion and evangelism. Like, con- like evangelism is just like my, I guess, my role but not really my role, but just it's our duty to like proclaim and like herald, but conversion is really like the Lord's work in, in the ways that it's showing how God is working in conversion and man's, um, the only work that man's really doing is response, really response. And then, um, ensuring that that response is followed through on, I guess, really yeah. at the most. And so 
But yeah, I mean, I know that when I uh, went through college, my my view of uh, of conversion and evangelism became more of like, man, it's like there's a lot of God involved in that. And I started to take the weight off of myself and it's like, God's going to do what he wants to do. I can only uh, talk about his goodness and his gospel to people. And he is the one who's going to draw hearts and convert people. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the idea that, 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 that is the whole point. Conversion is important. I believe we should be seeing conversions. I believe if your church is not engaged in giving the gospel to your community, I do think there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think we should be, uh, having in both in our services and then in our service to one another, a gospel focus mm-hmm. and an evangelistic focus. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't go so far as to say and go into that mind frame that, well, the church is for unbelievers, right? The church is, you know, the, the corporate gathering of believers on Sunday morning should be for the purpose of evangelism. I don't take it that far. I don't think that's true. I think the gospel should be present, definitely. Yeah. Um, but the purpose of gathering together is to gain strength and community, refocus, and to be strengthened by the gospel that we then go preach. Mm-hmm. And that is what I think churches need to be doing, and that's what we need to be, uh, we need to be focusing on as Christians. And leave the results up to God. Be faithful to preach the gospel in your evangelism, make evangelism part of your life, uh, not just in word, but indeed also live out the gospel with one another, show your community the gospel, and when necessary, use words. <laughs> oh, man. You had to say that. You had to Woo! doggone say that. <laughs> Dude, you, you Josh is it. over here dancing like Ric Flair around the... Woo! The, Dude, the ring right now. It. You loved it. Oh, man. You loved it. I was about to agree with you on everything, and then you done had to throw that wrench into it. See, I can't have but you agree with me on everything. Dude, it feels weird. It feels weird when you and I are just like, mm, yeah, mm, good stuff. And then that's it. Like, I, mean, I need some, like, I True. need some, like, I don't know. I need something. There's there to- plenty of times when we are off the mics where Josh and I may not completely agree with one another. Yeah, per se. exactly. So. You know what we should do during those times? We should put them all over Facebook and just blow each other up. Like, you, you would not believe oh my God. what Jack just said. He said that, and then fill in the blank, Mandalorian is not the greatest Star Wars show ever. That, my friend is slander and gossip if I've ever heard it in my life. Well, you said it. I'm just going to say That's a lie. You said it. You said it. You, you know what? You you eat your cookies. Just eat your cookies, Cookie Monster. These are, these are Lay's potato chips, sir. No, fine. I'll eat your cookies. <laughs> I want your cookies. What do you got? Organic organic minis. We mini were, okay, we were riffing on these cookies, and we both agreed. They're good cookies. That if you are a child, millennial yeah, or older millennial, yeah. um, you will understand... That you got cookies, these mini cookies, yeah, in a McDonald's. Was it Happy Meal? I think it was a Happy Meal. I think it was yeah, too. The you get them meals. in your Happy Meal, and these cookies that we're eating right now are like the doppelganger. They of are those a dead ringer cookies. for the McDonald's. Not the cookies. regular cookies that they no, no. had. The w- tiny, that taste, yeah, the tiny little ones yeah. that like tasted like some kind of like chocolate plastic, and they leave a film in your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's like, yeah. it's like cook. Okay. 
Okay, look. There's like cookie, like fuzz. I don't know how else cookie to say it. Cookie fuzz? It's cookie fuzz. It's <laughs> like, it like leaves a little, oh wow, that's messy. These are melted. What in the heck? That got all over my hand. Look at that. This wow. is good radio right here. <laughs> anyway, yes, all we're saying is that it's like the McDonald's cookies. That's all we're saying. It's not a big deal. But they're fantastic. So <laughs> They are pretty good. They remind me of childhood so much. Josh, yeah. should I tell the people what they want to hear? Please. I um, feel, like, I feel that, like at this uh, point people are really people, wanting us to wrap up. You can... Uh, we we try and give you what you want. We try. We try. I, I don't know if we're doing that well or not, but we're trying mm. our best. In any case, you can uh, follow us on these things called the sociables, if you will. Which, incidentally, sociables or sociables are a type of cookie. What? Look that chunk up. Sociables. Oh my gosh! Now I'm gonna have to Google this. On the Sociables. Computer. Yeah, you do that while I while I do your job. Okay. All right. Fine. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have social media. Unlike most people in America today, we have Facebook at Reformatory Pod. We have Twitter at Reformatory Pod. We have Instagrams at Reformatory Pod and pending breakfast cereal. Bre- <laughs> Instagrams. They're not. We don't have that licensed yet, but hopefully soon. You can follow us on all of those. We really do appreciate it. We enjoy your interactions, your comments, your critiques against Jack and his weird tastes and food and cookies. And They are crackers, sir. Okay, fine. Crackers. Are I'm crackers, sorry. Friend. Crackers, cookies. We call them biscuits in England. <laughs> biscuits. Biscuits. Please pass the biscuits. Anyway, uh, please leave us a like and review on Honest Five Star Review. We appreciate those. Helps us get the podcast out to more people. Jack, tell the good people about... Oh, man, we're switching roles The today. Patreon. Look at us. Dude, we are, we yes. are going full-blown... Uh, I was going to say egalitarian, <laughs> but that's not the right thing. Switching roles. I don't, I, don't know what, I don't know what the word is for that. I don't know if I want to know what the word no, is for that. I don't that. know what I want to yeah. know what the yeah, word is for that Yeah, especially with all either. the weird marital advice uh, we just got. I'm going to stay as yeah. far away from that as possible. So, people, we are on Patreon. We have a Patreon page. This little endeavor of ours takes time. It takes time, our time, talent, and treasure, if I want to be in that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you went full American Baptist. Yep. Yep. It Give takes us your time, your hey, talent, your it treasure. It does. You know, it takes our time, well, talent, Jack's and time, Jack's talent, and Josh's <laughs> treasure. Oh, Let's wow. be clear. <laughs> Josh is getting, he's still jaded about the drive through Anyway. These cookies are people, helping. People, we have a Patreon page. If you would like to, for the grand whopping, like, monthly delivery of a Starbucks drink. Ooh. I think maybe even those cookies would be How the same. How much were these cookies? Those cookies had to be like five bucks or less. So yeah, 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 yeah. For $5 or less a month, you can support this great endeavor that we're doing to give the people quality content. <laughs> I thought you were saying, give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. Um, <laughs> quality content about... Uh, Obviously, everything Reformed Baptist and oh, yeah. how to simper reformanda every single day of your life. Mm, so, if you that. want that, please check us out on Patreon and become a patron today. That's exactly right. Thank you all for your support. 
and your patronage. And we will catch you on the next ep of The Reformatory. (laughs) 